Hey there, streakers. How are you today? We are going to get back to the basics of streaking, or what Jamie likes to say, the streaking essence. The essence of streaking. Okay, the other way around. The essence of streaking, or what I I think I, I think I look at it and say, this is streaking. So with that, let's start streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is Streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are Streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple, keep a record, and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. You and I looked at this and said, we wanted to have a place where we could kind of put a stake in the ground, say, this is the streaking methodology. So that anyone who gets introduced to streaking could come back to this episode, which is episode number 240, 240. Can you believe we've been doing 240? We have 240 of these. This is the one where you can come back to and say, this is streaking. And that's what we're going to do today. So did you have a thought? No, I'm I'm great. I'm I'm excited to see how you would say if someone is like, "What is streaking?" How you're how you define it? Right. So what the way that we're taking this is, if if we're sitting down with you as we have so many people at the dinner table or at uh, a table, yeah. and we're just talking, they say, and this is That's how good. the conversation usually starts. Oh, so what are you guys up to? We've been streaking yeah. a lot. <laughs> That's it too. And usually we get the puzzled look because they look at us and they say, and you know exactly what's going through their mind. Their mind is, I know what streaking is and I know Jeff and Jamie, and I didn't think they were the kind of people that would do that. Yeah. And now here so they are. So there's some dissonance there and I'm not sure where to go next. So what we're, and so what we do is as if we're talking with you at the table, we will talk with you as if you're asking us questions and we'll answer those. And the first one that everyone always asks, or and it's not really a question even, it's it's more just that confused look on your face. And a little bit like, maybe you're talking about a different streaking than what I know. Or my favorite is when they are when they say, well, when I was growing up, streaking, streaking was different. Was different. <laughs> so as, as you listen to this, it's as if we're talking about streaking for the first time. And you ask us, streaking, what is streaking? Usually we have to go back and tell a little bit of a story about how this all came about. And it all starts with really motivation. And the whole idea of motivation taking you to another level or taking you to a place, like for example, you get motivated to lose weight or you get motivated to read a book or you get motivated to uh, run a marathon or you get motivated to do any number of things. And typically what happens is it's an event that moves you to this motivation. Mm-hmm. You're you're coming on a birthday and it's a significant one. And so you want to get in shape for that birthday or you're coming up uh, on a massive presentation and you want to get ready for it. And so you get motivated to read or to study or any number of events motivate you. Now, that's think, one, one type of motivation. I think. And so that's a forward looking motivation. I also think there's motivation that comes from event that happened in the past and maybe sometimes something negative where you were that event caused you to recognize that there are important things in your life, but because they're not urgent, they're not happening. And so you have guilt around that. That can also be that that's that, another that event of motivation where you look at it and you and you think, I'm doing a lot of these urgent things and I and I'm handling the things that are coming on my plate urgently but there are things that are really important to me but they're never going to be urgent there's never going to be a deadline to them there's never going to be somebody saying hey did you do this did you get it done and that can also be that thing that motivates you where you look at it and you think how do I fit those things into my life when I'm already really busy yeah so this is where we were, and when we when we came across streaking, basically we had had several events in our life that had moved us to the place where we would train for marathons or for running of any distance, 
And it came to the place where we were no longer being motivated by the event. In other words, it, it had waned to the point that it just, we could sign up for a race and it didn't matter. Right. We wouldn't, we wouldn't train. <laughs> and there were a couple where we signed up for the race and it was a, a charitable donation. Mm-hmm. So this is, this, these, this kind of illustrates the point of both events that there was a forward looking event and in the past it had worked to be a motivator. Like we looked at that event and thought, okay, I'm motivated to get out there and do it. But it had reached a point where that event was no longer motivating and it had become one of those behind me events that now I felt guilty for that. I, that And it did cause me especially to look at my life and say, what is it about this that's important to me? And and for me, being able to peel it down and say, I want to be healthy and active. How am I going to keep doing that? How am I going to make that happen? Right. Especially with seven children, especially mm-hmm. with everything that you had going on in life and what, what we had going on in life. And that's what brought us to the first breakthrough moment, which was when Jamie was at the hairdressers and she was reading the news. And a story came up that talked about a couple that had been streak running for 15 years. And like everyone else we talk about, my definition of streaking was running naked. And and I thought, this couple's been running naked for 15 years. No way. And that was true. It was no way. That's not what the story was about at all. <laughs> the story was about a streak like we talk about on Snapchat or a winning streak. It's something that they had been doing consecutively and consistently for 15 years. This couple had been running a mile every single day for 15 years. And that was my big shift when I was able to first put this word of streaking around something completely different, around the idea of doing something small enough that I could do it consistently every single day if I needed to. And that's when you called me and basically asked if I'd like to start streaking. I with did. You. I said, do you want to start streaking with me? And I was like, absolutely. And I had no idea what <laughs> yeah, she no was talking about, was, but I thought it's got to be fun. If she's asking me, it's got to be fun. It's yep. got to be something we're going to do. It's been an adventure. <laughs> Which then led us to starting a streak. And that was May 15th or March 15th. Excuse me. Wait, is it March 15th? March, March. 23rd, two thousand. 15. Yes. I think that's when it was. I have to look back at the date. Basically, seven and a half years ago is we started a streak to where we would run or walk at least uh, six days a week. So six days a week, uh, at least one mile. Mm -hmm. And we've been doing that consecutively for now seven and a half years. So the question that we started to ask ourselves is, why did this work? And, And we started to ask this early on as far as why did the streak work over everything else that we had tried? And where that question came from was the next breakthrough moment, which came around my teeth. The teeth story is basically I have bad periodontal disease. In order to keep my teeth in my head, I have to floss and brush consecutively, consistently. That's what the doctors all told me. I didn't listen to them because I hated flossing, and therefore that led to two very painful surgeries. Well, we were about 300 days into our run-walk streak when, after an appointment at the dentist's or at the periodontist's, I had basically uh, had just this moment where the the this visit was like, why am I not flossing? Because I was going down the same road that I had before. I'd spent you know thousands of dollars. It was very expensive to get the teeth fixed and keep them in my head. And I was going down the same road where I was going to get periodontal disease again, where I'd have to potentially lose my teeth. And after the visit to uh, the periodontists, the dental hygienist um, was talking to me about what it was that was happening with my teeth. And a couple of mornings later, I was getting ready to go out on our run. Mm -hmm. And I was looking in the mirror and I was talking to myself. And Jamie calls it my golem moment, (laughs) where I would sit there and talk say, what is your problem? Why are you not doing this? And then I would answer myself and say, well, I've done everything that I can. And I'm going to pause at this moment in the story because I I want to highlight a couple of other tools that I had tried previous to this in order to get flossing going. And those tools, a lot of people talk about them, and it's very uh, much uh, very popular as far as the tools are concerned. And they are habits and routines. Mm -hmm. 
So I want just pausing the story. I'll come back to it in just a second, but I want to talk just quickly about habits and routines. So prior to this, I had tried to set a habit of flossing my teeth. Now, a habit in the definition, and one of the foremost authorities on habit is James Clear. He wrote Atomic Habits. And his authority, or as the authority on habits, or one of them, another one is Charles Duhigg, called The Power of Habits. Their definition is anything you do repeatedly that becomes automatic is a habit. So what happened in my brain as I was like, okay, I just need to do this repeatedly, floss repeatedly until it becomes automatic. The problem was it never became automatic. I would, so they talk about in Atomic Habits and The Power of Habits, both books talk about setting up a cue, setting up a craving, setting up a reward, uh, a response and a reward, and having the environment such that you just do these things. So I would do that. And Jamie could attest to this. I would set the floss out so that it was on the kitchen, or not kitchen, (laughs) not flossing in the kitchen, on the bathroom counter, right next to the sink. And it would sit there so that when I would wake up in the morning, I would see it there. That would be the cue. And then I would try to set it up so that I had some type of a craving. So I'd make it a mint floss. That was the craving. I want to do this. And there was a there was a reward. There was actually a penalty involved with it too, because if I didn't floss, I had to do very expensive surgeries. Right. So there, I, the craving. So the cue, the craving, the response. Actually, do the flossing, and then I try to do some type of a reward. You know, oh, if I floss today, I did this. What? Keep going. <laughs> Why did you just smile? No, I'm just. <laughs> so I thought, okay, I've got the perfect environment set up. Everything's good to go. And I started flossing it. I would I would floss for a repeated number of days. Let's say 21, because that's a common myth that after 21 days. But day 22 would come. I may have flossed. I may not. The, another week would pass. I wouldn't floss at all. And it would just go back to where it was. So the whole time, I'm trying to set this up so that it becomes automatic. And it never was it, it just wouldn't What's be automatic. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting in the mirror. So back to the story. Anything you want to add on that on habits? No, keep going. We'll okay. Oh, <laughs> you'll come back to it. So I was sitting there that morning in the mirror after knowing I tried habit. I also tried routine. In other words, just make a part of your morning routine. That's that's a close cousin to habit. Still wasn't working. And I'm thinking to myself, I can't keep doing this. I cannot keep going back to the doctors and I will lose all of my teeth. And it was at that moment when I was talking with myself in the mirror that I heard the dental hygienist voice. And this was a moment of divine providence. This, I believe, was the collision of thoughts that came because of a divine orchestration. The thoughts that collided were these. I'm sitting there in my workout clothes, and I'm noticing I'm in my workout clothes today. And I'm looking at myself thinking, this is, I'm going out on a run, and this is the 300th run, consecutive run. And as I looked at myself, I thought, I've had a streak of running for a long time. And then I heard the dental hygienist voice in my head say, Jeff, you know, flossing your teeth is a lot like exercising your gums. You do it a couple of times a day and your gums will be healthy. And then it hit me. Why don't you just set a streak to floss your teeth? And it was that moment, it just, I, I was like, well, duh, why don't I try that? Why don't, instead of focusing on the activity, why don't I focus on how many days in a row I can do the activity? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, that was 2,730 days ago. It has been consecutive 2,730 days. That's awesome. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I look at that and I think, what was the difference? I tried habit, I tried routine. None of those worked, but the streak worked. And why? What was it about that? And this is the question we started to ask ourselves. Right. Why did this work? What was? And then we spent the next months and months and months hammering it out. <laughs> and it was I there's times that I vividly remember running on the path. There's there's this beautiful path in Georgia. And I remember running that path day after day and talking about this extensively 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 and and the first thing that i remember 
The, the first two things that I remember Because what we were about, talking about was why this worked. Why did it work? And then why, what is the difference between a streak and a habit? Yeah. That was the next thing that really came to me. And, and so as you've, as you've looked at that, I really have looked into that and, and recognized that the, the word habit has such a varying um, array of definitions in, in the sense that it is something that you do repeatedly. And then this idea that it will become automatic, but even in automatic automacy, different people define automacy as different. Yeah. And, and so it's a, it still has this, this huge amount of variability to it that was difficult for me, yeah. very difficult, because it was difficult to know and measure the success. When was I successful? Yep. When was I, if, if I had missed a few days and then I picked it back up, was it automatic? I don't know, because I had missed a couple of days. I, I wasn't doing it. And then there were the obvious things that I would... Uh, pick up and put down, pick up and put down, and then pick up for a little while and then put down for a really long while. In other words, I would be doing them for a while and then and then I would miss something or or life would happen and I wouldn't be doing them and then I'd come back to them. And then there'd be the 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 time in between when I was doing them and not doing them was so variable and sometimes so long. And that those were the questions that I was asking is is how do I get this to be more consistent? Mm-hmm. And why is this streak thing kind of working? Right. And then the next question was, can it work in other things too? And that's when things really started to take off. Yeah, that's when it that that's when it really started. So to take we started off. to look at it and be like, okay, what is it that's making this work? And that's when we kind of narrowed it down to there's the three basic, and we call them laws, because what is a law? A law is if you keep it, then you get. The, the benefit of that. Correct. And if, if you do the law, this will happen. This will happen. And so we, we call them the laws. And the first law for me, and we now call it, make it laughably simple. Right. So there's three laws to streaking. Let's just give them to them right okay. on the shoot and then we can talk about it. So the first law of streaking is make it laughably simple. Make the activity on which you're going to do a streak laughably simple. The second is no record, no streak. Or in other words, keep a record, mm-hmm. no record, no streak. And the third law is join a community or create or join a community. And we've we've tweaked that a little bit as a streaking community because it's usually you're doing this with a lot of other people other who people. are streakers. Mm-hmm. So those are the three laws. So let's get into law number one. So law number one, and and I, I want to communicate. And usually when we're sitting down with people, they ask us. They ask like, us okay, these questions. Yeah. And, and I want to communicate in this podcast that it was a journey and these things that the laws that we've come up with was a combination of really looking at why this had been successful and what needed to happen in order for it to maintain this, the success, right. why it was working. Right. And so for me, the first thing, when I first read the article about the couple that was streak running, they, they ran every single day. Yeah. And the first thing that I asked myself was, that's really cool. Could I do it every single day? And and I had a, a kind of a split personality response. The first part of it was, sure, I can do that every day because I wanted to be, I wanted the result of that. I yeah. wanted to be that person that could run every single day. And then there was this second voice inside my head that that was kind of like this reality check of saying, you could probably run most days, but I know you and I know your life. And if you're really talking about holding yourself accountable to every single day, I don't think you can do it. That was my thought was, yeah. I don't know if running is, is I, if I could run every single day. So when I first started this streak running, before we talked about doing this in any other area, there was a part of me that said, if I'm really going to focus on doing this consistently, I need to look at my life and account for when things don't go exactly as planned. Yeah. And so that's what we talked about when when you talk about setting up a routine. Routines are so great to get you into a um, consistent way of doing things that you're like, oh, this is how I do it. Until they get messed up because something in life comes and blows up your routine. Right. And then they don't help they don't help you at all. 
<laughs> so therein is the challenge is that they can help you when everything is going well and you have control over making sure everything can go the way you want it to go. Right. But when something happens that you lose that control or that ability to make everything go the way you want, then the routine gets blown to garbage mm -hmm. and it's not helpful anymore. Right. Exactly. So that was where I was figuring out when, the, so going back to laughably simple, that's where I was when I thought, if I'm going to truly focus on consistency, can I do this every single day, then it needs to be something simple enough that I could do it every single day. And through a series of events, we changed it to laughably simple. And, and we've been questioned on this a lot. Yeah, the, we have. The word, the word laughable. And I've thought about it a lot. We've thought about changing it to super simple or other things that people have suggested. Right. And I've decided to keep it laughably simple for a very specific reason. When I'm thinking about consistency and what I can be able to do in the midst of those days where everything goes wrong, it needs to be something that I kind of laugh at a little bit. And maybe other people might laugh at a little bit too. Because you're accounting for sometimes that worst day. Most days are not going to be your worst day. Right. And so most days you're going to have the capacity and the ability to do more than your laughably simple. But by using that word laughably simple, it is a reminder to me, kind of just this little, little, little trigger inside my head that reminds me, you are setting something that you can do consistently. So you can't gear it towards your top motivation day. You're actually gearing it towards your worst day. <laughs> right. And that's a little bit of, it's, it's, it's not intuitive. It's counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. That's not what we want to do. Right. We want to set it up so that it's geared towards the day that we're like, this is going to be my best self. Yeah. And that's where the streaking is different, is that your best self that you're looking for is your consistent self. That's the best self that you're reaching for, is I want to be so consistent at this thing and that can my life is going to go up and down in my abilities and my and my capacity mm -hmm. and so i want to account for that in being able to still be consistent so over the past seven years just to give a little bit more emphasis to what jamie's saying we've moved three times we've had uh two significant two or one or two significant uh deaths in the mm -hmm. family we've had um, any number of obviously holidays and regular everything things, else, weddings, regular things, weddings, and sickness, and all of that has happened. And through it all, we've kept our streaks alive because we make it laughably simple. So, in other words, it's the floor of success. Now, at some at at some point, usually at this point, they say, "Well, making it laughably simple." And this is one time we were talking with it at we were at the table with. Um, a man that was going to go into the Air Force. He was an Air yes, Force cadet. Air Force. And we were talking about this and we we're saying, make it laughably simple. And he says, well, I just think that what you're doing is making it easy for everyone so that everyone gets a participation medal. That the, What he said specifically is, I'm not comfortable lowering the bar to make myself feel good. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to have it so I just get the participation mark or lowering the bar so I don't feel good. And this so was good actually a good conversation because that challenged us a little bit because what he was saying is if i do the laughably simple i'm not going to be able to pass the air force academy's physical fitness test and so then it blows your theory out of the water water about streaking mm -hmm. and how streaks work and what at that moment what we recognized and explained to him was you are looking at it incorrectly mm -hmm. because what we're saying is the floor of what you're striving to do that you stand on to reach for the bar. And at this point in our streaking discovery journey, we spend a lot of time looking at it and saying, okay, so then how do goals fit in with streaking? Because in essence, that's what he was talking about is right. I have a goal to pass the physical fitness test so that I can get into the Air Force Academy. Streaking is not going to do that for me. If I do what you say, I, that's not going to help me reach the goal. And we were saying, you're right. That's not if you in do the, sense, the if minimum. That's all if that's you all, do. if you do the laughably simple. And right. that's where we looked at it and we're like, streaking isn't the goal. Streaking can help you get to your goal. 
goals. Yep. Streaking is the floor. It's the thing that you're going to do all the time. Every day. That you stand on all the time. And when you have a solid foundation of a floor, that enables you to reach for other things, right. which are goals. A goal inherently, by nature, a goal is something that is currently out of your reach that you're going to stretch to attain. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily something that you're going to live at that level of capacity all the time. You're going to stretch for a period of time to reach that goal. And then and then you're probably going to come back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's where a streak is. You come back to that floor. You come back to stepping on that solid foundation. So if you have a running streak or a walking streak or whatever, you're going to be physically running or walking every single day. If you have a goal to run a marathon, you're going to do more than what your streak is because mm-hmm. you're going to need to do more to attain that but goal. But the day after the marathon. But the day after the marathon, you're going to step back on that floor and do your streak. Yep. And that is true across the board that you will you will stand on the floor of your streak. And the reason that that's important is because you have a flywheel in your life. And that flywheel keeps turning on the small, simple, laughably simple activities you do every single day. And at any time you stop doing any one of those small, simple activities, you at that moment start, the the, the flywheel starts its stall. And when it starts its stall, it's very difficult to get it spinning again when it's stalled all the way out. Mm -hmm. So you always do the laughably simple. Um, One other thing on laughably simple. As you think about it, the activity, everyone's laughably simple is defined by that person. My you laughably define si- your laughably you simple. Your I'm laughably not going to define Jeff's laughably simple. Right. And Jeff is not going to define my laughably simple. And my mom isn't going to define my laughably simple. And I'm not going to define my kids laughably simple. You define what is your laughably simple. With that, let me just give a couple of thoughts to as you start to think about setting a streak. You define your laughably simple, but know this, most of the time, what you define as your laughably simple is actually ridiculously hard. (laughs) What you think is laughably simple, for example, I'm going to read a half hour every day. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, for someone that has not built their consecutive muscle, 30 minutes a day of reading is actually ridiculously hard. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's you start it to may look, be great for a week or two, maybe even a month, but invariably you're going to hit a patch of life that you're like, this is hard. This I can't right. do this today. Right. The second thing about that, and I bring this streak up specifically because the second thing is in our streaking journey and what we found is setting a time puts the focus on the wrong activity. The time you look at, you start looking at the clock rather mm-hmm. than at the activity activity that you're doing. So if I have, I do have a reading streak. And by the way, I came up with this reading streak because I had a need in my life to read more and I wasn't doing it. And I thought, okay, if I set a streak around this, what's the floor of this streak? It's to read at least one paragraph of a book every day. That was my floor. Yep. And that par- and I actually made it a little bit more specific, read at least one paragraph of a nonfiction book at least one time uh, every day. And that, just by the way, as far as that particular streak, as I look at read at least one book, it's uh, 2,255 days old. So 2,255 days ago, I set a streak to read at least one paragraph in a nonfiction book. Now, a lot of times people say, well, so have you, how many books have you read? Mm-hmm. I've read over, I think it's over 200 books now. Some very long, some short. But it's been a number of books, and it's absolutely enriched my life. So another streak that has fulfilled its promise to me and the first law of it being make it laughably simple. Now you bring up our thing that brings to our second Second law. Because you've said it twice now. I've done this for this many days. Why do we keep saying that? What is it important? (laughs) The record, no record, no streak, is... I can't say how significant it is. I mean, it, it just, it's something that it seems, it seems maybe obvious or simple, but keeping a record does two things for you. The first 
is it gives you a degree of confidence that you otherwise don't have. Mm -hmm. I know that I have done that consecutively for that many days, 2,255 days, Mm -hmm. without question. What that does for your psychology, for you as an individual, is it allows you to know that you've kept promises to yourself. Yep. Didn't you just read a paper on this, on keeping promises to yourself, or did we talk about it? Nope, that was you and Talon. Oh, <laughs> that was Talon and I mm-hmm. reading it. But, it's inter- but it is a, it's, it's a hugely important thing. And when we were researching records and why a record is important, because again, this was these are things that we discovered along the road as we're like, okay, why did this work? What, what is it? And what happened is that that you start to keep a mental record inside your head that you're like, oh yeah, I did it, I did it, I did it. And then a day happens and you're like, I think I did it. Or was that yesterday that I did it? Kind of feels the same. I'm not exactly sure. So then what happens? What's introduced is this doubt. Yeah. And that's really what, what the record fights is. And when we were researching it, we were there's a, a, a great story about Jahangir Khan, who is a famous squash player, player in the I'm UK. I'm sure all of you know who he is. Yes. Well, all of famous. our, let's put it this way, on our podcast, all of our European listeners, you know exactly who he is. All of our United States listeners, you don't know who he you is. You don't know who he is. But he had a record of winning 555 games in a row, which is Huge. Anybody that can win right. 555, 555 games of anything in a row. For our European friends, again, it's matches. It's 555 matches, matches in a row. Matches in yes. a row. The interesting thing is when we were studying about him, there was an asterisk at the in the book that we were reading about him. And when we went down to the asterisk, it said, we're not 100% confident that it's 555 matches because there isn't an official record that says that. And And so even in the writing of that book, there was doubt where they were like, well, we think it's this much, but, we don't but we're not 100% sure. That's what keeping the record does is it fights that doubt inside of your head where you're like, well, kind of, mm-hmm. but maybe not. And what you get when you have that internal self-confidence is really super important because it doesn't, I don't know how many people out there are thinking, Jeff, wow. You flossed your teeth for over 2,000 days. <laughs> right. Like, that's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. I, but I, it is amazing <laughs> for sure to you. Yeah. You feel differently. You feel like a different person. You feel more confident. You feel like you can solve your problems. Right. You feel like you have the tools necessary to get to be the person you want to be because you know that you've done that. Yeah. And that's what the record is. It's about, it's a record for yourself. It's not a record for anybody else right. it's for yourself so i want to show you how how memory can be flawed very quickly so whatever my flossing teeth i think i said 2700 when i said that's how many mm-hmm. days i've been flossing actually i looked at the actual record that was what was in my brain the actual record is flossing my teeth 2564 days so i overstated it by 200 days okay sorry about that but <laughs> that's just, the, but I, I just wanted to be really clear that that's the record because here's the other thing about the record that i love is the record is the place of accountability. Mm-hmm. That's where I hold myself accountable is did I do this thing today? And at the end of the day, when I haven't had the opportunity to, or I didn't think about whatever it was that I was doing, and it's not automatic, by the way, after 2,564 days, it is not automatic. I still have to look at it and say, did I do this today? That's my accountability. And I'm going to tell you right now, when I write a sentence, read a paragraph, floss my teeth, and I say, yes, I did that today, the dopamine hit is constant every single day. And it feels great. I I mean, we sometimes go to seminars and conferences where people say, you should be doing this every day or you should be doing this every day. And since we started streaking, never have gone away from those with guilt. It's a whole different thought. I can look in my in 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 my app and say, "Oh, I've been doing that every day for this many days." Yeah, and I feel good about it, and I'm going to keep doing it, and and that frees me to be able to think about bigger and different things. Yeah, allowing me because I'm like, okay, I know I'm doing this. So keeping a record, no record, no streak. Keeping the record. Go ahead. So a few things about the record. When we say no record, no streak, if you've performed your streak, but you forgot to record it, you didn't break your streak. You still did it. So you can go back in and record it whenever you need to. 
Yeah. Now, this was another significant thing. We're going to stay with law number two for just a minute more because there was something else that happened with this law. Is every And this is usually what happens at the table. Mm-hmm. Everyone asks, well, how do you keep your record? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's what, and that's what we were asking ourselves. So where I started was with an Excel spreadsheet. I had my streaks on the left side in all the different rows. And then on the columns, that was the days that I, that I was doing them. So I was keeping track of it there. And I think you started... I started with a calendar. Yep. And that worked really great um, for the first three or four streaks that I set. But once I started getting into seven or eight streaks, there just wasn't enough room on the calendar. So then I did go to an Excel spreadsheet, which also was great because then I could have as many streaks as I wanted. However, the Excel spreadsheet um, was a little cumbersome because I had to open my computer every time. Right. And it wasn't, my... and it doesn't work very well on the iPad or the phone or anything like no, that. No, and it wasn't. And I and I started to realize that I wanted something that could go with me, that I could mark things off as I was moving along. And so that's when we developed an app. Streaking. The, the streaking, the streaking app. app. And that's what Jamie would come to me and she'd say, we got to have an app. We, we've got to have an app on this. And that's where we met Dave. And mm-hmm. he was a developer of apps. And he and his development team over the over the last two and a half, three years, have really been developing this phenomenal streaking app. And in it is where its, pri- it's first primary f- focus or its first primary responsibility was to help allow us to mark our streaks and to keep track of it. And not only does it do that, but it also stores them in a place where we can access them on any of our devices. So I have my streaks no matter what device I log into on the streaking app, I have I have my streaks. And that was important as well. It was. Because this is the lifeblood. Believe me, we have streakers that are out there. I mean, we know immediately if there is something wrong because they say, hey, my streak isn't resetting or it didn't get this because that is the lifeblood. I want to keep the streak alive. That creates a motivation and accountability within us. And it does become, I've, I've started to call the app my journal of successes. It's my daily journal of success. That's I'm really able good. to look at it every day and be like, look at all these things I've been successful at today. And do you when you look at it, do you really feel I mean like, yeah, I this is Yeah. Cause even on even on days when I'm sick, when I really didn't do anything, which I had one a couple days ago, I still was able to look at my at, at the app and say, I've still written in my journal. I've still drank water. Not a lot, but I still drank some water because <laughs> well, I was sick. Streak, so I right. still, yeah, I did my streak. But just a, a, able to be able to look at life each day and have that feeling of comfort and peace, knowing that I have things in my life that are important to me, and every day I'm putting a little bit of effort to those things. Yeah, a lot of days I'm putting significantly more effort, but every day I am putting in at least a little bit of effort to every these things day. that are important to me every yep. day. And that and builds up over time. That's the compound yes, that interest compound over time. interest of success. Yep. So that so that is law number 2. No record, no streak. Download the streaking app. It has everything you need in it and we're going to talk a little bit more about it because as it's gone along, it's enveloped even more of the streaking methodology which leads us to law number 3. Create or join a community. Create or join a streaking community. This one hit us a little bit later on. It was, we had laws number one and two down, but law number three, we looked at and we said, what is it, What are we missing anything? Yeah, why is this, again, why is this working? What else has helped it? Is there anything else? And and really, you are the one that saw this pattern outside of what we were doing. And then once we saw the pattern, we saw within what we were doing. But as you were re- researching winning streaks and especially in the sports arena because that's where most winning streaks happen you recognize that all of these things were happening within a community that people knew about the streak and there was celebration around the streak and these people were all in some way invested in the streak continuing to go on right and and that's when you came to me and you're like i think there's an aspect of this that we're missing and it's a community aspect. And when we very first stumbled upon the community aspect, we thought it was accountability. We're like, oh, right. you need an accountability partner. You need someone 
that's holding you accountable. And we thought that for several months. But then as we got going through it, we started to recognize, and, and it was mostly you and I with each other, that that I wasn't holding you accountable to do your streaks. No, not at and all. And you weren't holding me accountable to do my to do my streaks. The accountability was in the record. That's what I reported to. That's what I looked to every day to say, did I do this? So really, the accountability was in the record. And so then we were looking at it, we're like, well, then what are we doing for each other in this streaking if we're not holding each other accountable? And what we realized is we're like, oh, it's celebration yeah. and encouragement. Yeah. That's where the community comes in. And that's the vital role that the community, the streaking community plays when you join that community. Those people are are there encouraging you and celebrating as you as right. you keep going forward. We looked at, for example, the two two of the streaks that really stood out were the Yukon women's basketball team that had a uh, it was over 100 games. I think it was a 116-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. That was So that was like over five years, which was phenomenal. And the other one was Cal Ripken Jr.'s streak of 2,632 games in a row. So the one was a consecutive streak of, of just being, playing the game. And the other was a winning streak, the winning streak that we have. Mm-hmm. What was interesting about both is there were communities, huge communities of people that were invested in this. Some, obviously, the the person doing the streak was invested in it, Cal Ripkem Jr., and also uh, the women players Huskies, right? Mm-hmm. The players on the team. The fans in the stands, though, were hugely invested in it as well. And they were invested in it in a way that they celebrated with every win or with every game played. In fact, we tell a whole story. We won't do it on the podcast here about Cal Ripken Jr. and just how significant his breaking of the consecutive record streak, which was Lou Gehrig's, on the night that he did it, just how significant that was and how amazing it was. Because there was there was not only the consecutive record that was broken, there was also other records that were broken, broken with the people that were invested in it. But mm-hmm. I won't go into it here because we're starting to run low on time. So we have three laws. What were you going to say? So three laws. Law number one, make it laughably simple. Law number two, no record, no streak. And law number three, create or join a community, uh, a yeah. streaking community. Right. The, so the thing that I wanted to to bring up, because this is the, the last two questions that I think that we always seem to get asked, yep. are one, what if you break a streak? And and then in conjunction with that, a little bit like, well, why is it so bad? Is it bad if you break a streak? What if I'm doing this 80% of the time? Yeah. Isn't that enough? And so that lends itself. So as we would be asked these questions, I would ask myself, well, what if you break a streak? What did I? So I would go back and look at, well, what did I do when I broke my streaks? And then the second question of why, why does it need to be consecutive? consecutive? Why do I need to do it yes. every day? And so first thing is, what, what if I break a streak? You look at why you broke that streak. Sometimes our streaks are set too high. Oftentimes. Our Oftentimes streaks are set, too hard. It's a, very, it's a very difficult thing to set something low enough. Laughably it, simple. Laughably simple. It really is hard. And so you look at that. Did I, did I set it too And there's, too a, high? there's another reason why on that as far as when you make it laughably simple – you really laugh at yourself and say, am I really going to keep track of this? Right. Like, <laughs> why know? am I keeping track of this? Why am I keeping track of this? Right? Writing at least one sentence daily. I'm actually marking off that I did that. That's that's something I'm going to keep track of. Not that I wrote the book. Right. I'm going to put another number by that smile at someone once a day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I am. It's huge. And, and so you laugh at yourself and the reason, a lot of times... You want to, you think that it needs to be higher because, again, you've got the mentality of I'm reaching for the bar. Remember, that's not what you're doing. You're, you're setting, setting up your floor. floor of success. And the floor of success is make it laughably simple. So that's the first question when you break a streak is, was, Does did it, I, was it laughably simple? Yeah. yeah. Second question is, sometimes we set streaks around things we think we care about, but in actuality, we don't. And that's a great thing to find out. So you may have set a streak because maybe somebody else suggested that you do it or maybe you saw that someone else was doing something like that and you're like oh or maybe you've always thought oh I want to do these things and then you get into it and you realize actually I don't I don't really I don't want to do it at all I don't want to do it that's great information so sometimes you break a streak because of that the third and most maybe I don't know if it's the most valid not valid but the most common reason 
is that when you start streaking, it takes a little bit of time to get it into your life. And so sometimes you break it a little bit at the beginning yeah. and you start over. So my one of my big suggestions for people that are beginning streakers is when you break that streak, go through that and evaluate. Is this important to me? Do I really care about it? Yes. Did I make it simple enough? If your answer is no, then maybe you need to make it simpler and try again. Or if your answer is yes, it was simple enough. I can't get this any simpler than that. I just I just forgot. Then start again and make a streak to check your streaks. That was the very second streak that I set after my first streak <laughs> was I need to check if I did these because you forget. You get going. <laughs> that is, that is so I truth. have a streak to check my streaks yeah. and it and it helps. It's Up, a great review. Update my streak sheet. So I have my update my streak sheet, which is the streaking app, 2,417 days in a row. What's great <laughs> is the reason it's called update my streak sheet is because when you set that streak, That's, it was a sheet of paper. It was a sheet of paper, yeah. And so <laughs> now it's, a, now now it's, it's in the app. app and so I check it every mm -hmm. single day. And that's part of my streaks is to do that. Um, one of the, one of the thought that I had yes. for beginning streakers, one warning that we have is, is this is so alluring that you want to start 15 streaks yes. all at once. There is a real thing of your consecutive muscle and the consecutive muscle is not worked that often because what happens is we get in this realm of, well, if I do it enough times, it becomes a habit. And then we don't focus on the consecutive muscle. We as look a muscle. At the, as a muscle. We look at the activity saying, well, yes. it should be. So set one at the most two and keep those alive for a minimum of 60 days. Mm -hmm. Minimum of 60 days. In in the book, in streaking the book, we talk about keeping it alive for 90 to 100 days. Mm -hmm. Because the muscle that you're building is your consecutive muscle. And when you have that built... Then you understand the nuances of yourself. You understand where you are. And it actually gives you a view of what's laughably simple. And then you can set maybe another one or two. Yes. But be conscious and cautious of that. Unless you're a, a streaker that has been at it for a while, go with one. At the most two. At the most two. Mm -hmm. So that you build that muscle. And then you'll see as you start to build that muscle. But the amazing thing is, is that... Even now, I have more streaks, but even now, setting a new one, I'm cautious. Very cautious. Because I look at it and say, okay, can I? am I really serious about this? Am I right. going to hold myself to this? So the second thing is that, um, is it really bad if I, if I miss a day? Mm -hmm. There is power in a streak. It's, it's the same concept of a chain. You build that chain and, and it keeps going on. If there is a streak that you look at and you think, I don't think I can hold myself accountable every day. You can set a weekly streak. Our running streak is not a daily streak. It is a weekly streak because I knew I wouldn't do it every single day. I'm like, I'm going to do it six days a week and I'm going to take a day off. I know I am yep. and I want to. Right. So it's a weekly streak. So technically, if it was a daily streak, I'm like, well, I do it whatever one of six, one of seven is, whatever percentage that is, you know, I do it 90% of the time. I feel good about it. It's an interesting concept to look at. 90%, I still think about the 10% that I didn't. I right. don't think about the 90 that I did. And so that's where the power of the streak comes in is if it's a daily streak, set it as a daily streak and do what you can in every way to keep that streak alive. If you don't feel confident that it's something you can do every day, set a weekly streak. Set it to, to, to be, I want to do this five times a week. Or three times. Or three or two times, times a week. A week or two times a week. Whatever. But give yourself permission to get 100%. Because... I really like that. I think that's the first time something. I've heard you say that. Give yourself permission to get 100%. To get 100%. 100%. And because be like, you I am 100% successful on this. On a weekly stream. And one person's 100% maybe seven days a week. And another person's 100% maybe two days a week. But they're both getting 100% on wow. their streaks. I got to kind of take that in for that's really good. Thank you. Did you just come up with that on your just own? Right off the cuff. <laughs> that was really good. As you uh, as you look at it, um, final final thoughts on the streaking app. One of the things that we've done in the streaking app too is the create or join a streaking community. Mm -hmm. Now it's fully loaded with community. It's a fully rich media, social media environment where you can see what other people are posting. Uh, you can see other people's streaks. And when I look at it now, 
it blows me away as far as the number of people. So last year we had, what was it, 1,700 or 172,000 streaks completed in completed the year. A little more than that. A little bit more than that. And we're getting more all the time. And there's a tally on the Discover page in here that shows how many streaks. And the reason I bring it up is because when I look at that, I want to do my streak. I mean, even with the number of years that I've been doing it, it's like, oh, I want to record mine I so I could be that. on there. Another thing that's been amazing to watch is just last year, there were 4,000 and what was it? 4,499 new streaks set. Right. So that means in the whole year, 4,499 new streaks set. At the end of the year, over 2,700 of those streaks were still alive. Yeah. That means 60% of those streaks stayed alive an entire year because it works. Because it works. That that's really what it is. So as you look at the whole realm of things, when you consider what you need for self-improvement, how you need to set up your floors of success, streaking is how you do that. You make it laughably simple. You look at every area of your life and streaking applies in every area of your life. Usually everyone starts with a physical streak. Usually everyone starts you don't with have to, streak. but that's usually where everyone starts. I, I call streaking the shovel. So if there's anything in your life that you want to implement, streaking is the shovel that gets you to do it. Yep. Like it's the tool mm-hmm. that you use that can add action to any of these things that you've wanted to add to your life. Yeah, absolutely. So laughably if you simple. laughably make it laughably simple, no record, no streak and create and join a community and join a community which you can do on the streaking app by the way also on the streaking app you can set up your own group so for all of you who are starting streaking if you want to do it as a group if you're a classroom uh if you're a um in a business if you are in a, a church or a family you can set up your own group and another thing that's kind of fun is as we've gone along you can adopt other people's streaks if you can't think of the one that really fits you you, you can, can go through and be like oh that's the that's one that's the one I'm and i want to adopt one. it and you adopt that streak and start doing it and that can help you down the road thank you so much for listening to our story today hopefully this essence or the streaking essence essence of the streaking, essence of streaking the essence of streaking this is streaking hopefully this helps you you are always welcome to reach out to jamie or i you can reach me at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y, at streakingmastery.com or... Jamie, J-A-M-I, at streakingmastery.com. Until we talk again. Keep streaking. A better you.